Well, good morning, friends, and welcome to our 945 service on this, the fifth Sunday of Lent. Hard to believe, time's flying. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday, and then we're into Holy Week. It's wonderful to worship God together during this uh, sacred season. Uh, welcome to those of you in the room. Many more we know who are joining us online. Welcome to those of you who are visiting. I've met some of you before the service. You're new to our church. We are really honored that you have come. We hope you come back. Leave us some contact information. We'd love the process of getting acquainted with you. My name's James Howell, by the way. I'm one of the pastors here, and I want to tell you now, don't forget, at the end of the service, I didn't proofread the bulletin again. Two weeks in a row, fail. And uh, when we come to the last hymn, we're only singing stanzas four and five of Here, O oh My Lord, I See Thee Face to Face. So the choir will guide us in this, so that'll be easy enough. I'm up front this morning with my friend and colleague, Reverend Taylor Pride Barefoot. Good morning. It's so good to be with you all on this beautiful spring day. Uh, we just want to remind you that all the things that are happening in the life of the church are in your bulletin, so please check that out. We also want to invite you, if you're looking to know more about the church or seeking how to become a member, there's Discover Myers Park today at 11 in Jubilee Hall, so we encourage you to join us for that. Let us continue on in worship as we seek God together.
Church, let us continue to lift our voices in worship as we affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed, which is found in the hymnal on page 881. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. join together and confess our sins together with the prayer of confession which is in your bulletin gracious God our sins are too heavy to carry too real to hide too hidden even to realize and too deep to undo forgive what we hesitate to name what our hearts can no longer bear set us free from a past that we cannot change Open us to a future in which we can be changed, and grant us grace to grow into your likeness through Jesus Christ, the light of the world. Church, hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The Psalter reading is Psalm 130. Out of the depths I cry to thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If thou, O Lord, shouldst mark iniquities, Lord, who could stand? But there is forgiveness with thee, that thou mayst be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchman for the morning, more than watchman for the morning. O Israel, Hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he will redeem Israel. 
from all his iniquities. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. A couple of years ago, I began a sermon by telling about one of my closest friends who vanished for a while. I would text him and didn't get a response. This is unusual. I'd call him, leave voicemail, wasn't hearing back. Checked with a couple of other friends. They weren't hearing back from him. Uh, finally, I called his wife. and She said, uh, you're not alone. I'll talk with him. He called me and said, come over. I went over to visit and he said, I'm sorry. He said, I, I fell in a hole. I fell in a hole. I said, dude, next time you fall in a hole, you call me and I'll come pull you out of the hole. Now, when I told this in the sermon, of course, people uh, leaped in and told me what I should have had in my sermon. That's always the way, like when it's done. People said, you remember the scene from the West Wing? Oh, I did at, at that point, yes, where... Uh, Leo is talking to Josh, who's uh, beginning to show signs of struggling with alcoholism. And uh, Leo says, let me tell you a story. There was a guy that fell in a hole, and the doctor came by, and he said, doctor, help. The doctor wrote out a prescription and threw it down in the hole. Priest comes by, and he says, father, can you help? And the priest writes out a prayer and drops it into the hole. Friend comes by, and he says, friend, can you help? And the friend jumps down in the hole. And he says, well, that was stupid. Now we're both down here. And he said, yeah, but I've been in this hole before. I know the way out. It's funnier than that. Like, come on, work, <laughs> work. Give me some energy this morning. Anyway, uh, and what's interesting about that is uh, when I said to my friend, you know, I'll come pull you out of the hole, what I added, and I'm glad I did, is I said, I may just sit in the hole with you. I may just sit in the hole with you. See, it turned out what he was dealing with isn't the kind of thing. You just pull him out of the hole and everything's better. It's a chronic illness. Some holes are like that, aren't they? It's like a chronic illness. It may be death coming. Can't just, oh, easy fix, pull out of the hole. thought about all the holes in which we find ourselves out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. doesn't specify. You can fill in the blank. It might be the pits of uh, depression, maybe... Uh, Broken relationships, I've talked to people, their marriage feels like just a bit deep, dark hole. For some people, work, even work where you're well compensated, it can feel like a pit that you've fallen into. It might be a cancer diagnosis, or I have another friend now who uh, he's aware that dementia is going to get him soon. Can't imagine that. Now you can go to places where people are in deep, dark pits, uh, places read about in the news like East Palestine or Kiev, which reminds us that the holes that we fall into, the brokenness of the world, it's not just personal, it's bigger than that, isn't it? We, we live in a world that's fallen into a hole. Lisa and I watched a documentary film the other night by a guy named Wim Wenders. Uh, it's entitled The Salt of the Earth. It's about uh, the photographic career of a Brazilian guy named Sebastião Salgado. And it begins with uh, his visit uh, to a gold mine in Brazil called Serra Palada. There's a photo of this gold mine that he took on the cover of your bulletin. You're probably looking at that one. What in the world is that on the cover of the bulletin? What happened in 1979, uh, somebody discovered some gold 
And within a month, there were 20,000 people there digging for gold. That hole that you see in the photo, that was originally flat land, right? So 20,000 people showed up, and bag by bag by bag, they dug out the dirt. And they began to extend ladders down into the hole, and the hole got deeper and deeper and deeper until it was 200 meters deep. People down in there digging for gold, 20,000 people looked like an anthill. They had to close it after seven years. There were murders and there was prostitution and a lot of crime and the process to remove gold from the land involves mercury and mercury was polluting uh, the farms, the rivers, the fish nearby, just a disaster. I love this, uh, Salgado, the photographer, wrote this when he first arrived there. When I reached the edge of that enormous hole, every hair on my body stood on end. Here, in a split second, I saw unfolding before me the whole history of mankind, the building of the pyramids, the Tower of Babel, the mines of King Solomon. No machine could be heard, only the babble of 50,000 people in one huge hole. I had returned to the dawn of time. He points out, there was no machinery, it wasn't a hole when it started. He said, all this earth had to be removed. He said, I had the impression at first that they were, th these were slaves removing the dirt. He said, there was not a single slave there. Then he adds, only slaves to the idea of getting rich. Only slaves to the idea of getting rich. I wonder if that's not a parable about the brokenness of our world. Good can come out of holes. Uh, Lisa and I in our yard now, we have some bulbs that have come up. That starts, it's a hole, beautiful flower comes up. <clears throat> uh, John Wesley had his Aldersgate experience, he began in a pretty deep hole. He was having a miserable time. He sneaks into the back of the church and he heard the choir singing this psalm, 130, out of the depths I cry to you. Pointed the way forward from Joseph's brothers, trying to get rid of Joseph. They threw him in a hole. And that turned out to be, they thought they were getting rid of him, but it turned out he got fished out of the hole by the Midianites, became the most powerful man in Egypt, and saved everybody from starving to death. Good comes out of a hole. Our uh, construction project, it is such a pleasure now. People for months have said, how's your construction project? And I would say, I think it's destruction. I can't tell they're building anything. It's just a massive hole in the ground. And at some point, I was complaining about this, and the building supervisor took me over and gave me a tour of the hole in the ground. It's amazing. Way down underneath, they do all these amazing things so that the building can act. They're building, even though it's down in the hole right now. You can see the steel coming up. When you invest in that, you're invest it's called the center of hope, right? It's a building of hope. The campaign is called Hope is Here. When you invest in that project, hint, hint, hint. To those of you who have not or might do more, inflation killed us last year. When you invest in this, you're investing in hope. It's a sign. It's a symbol. Like there, There's hope. There's a future. There are people that believe in God. Friday, we had our uh, opening Habitat work day at our Plato Price project out on Marsfield Road at the airport. Pretty cool. We're building 39 homes. Amazing. Will transform the lives of families for generations to come and some of the houses are actually up and out of the ground but some it's still still a hole in the ground that's how a house starts right they dig a hole in the ground and then the house comes up good comes out of a hole hope comes out of a hole 
Psalm 130 is one of what the church has always called the seven penitential psalms. It sort of is an answer to the seven deadly sins. You know, the church defined the seven deadly sins. You may recall them. It occurs to me they define sort of the good life in America that people are after. But the church says this will be the ruin of your soul, those things like greed and pride and wrath and envy and lust and gluttony and sloth. Gandhi heard about the seven deadly sins, and he said, you know, on top of those, there are seven social sins. Listen to this list. The seven social sins are wealth without work, pleasure without conscience, knowledge without character, commerce without morality, science without humanity, religion without sacrifice, politics without principle. Read that list, and I can just say, ouch, we are a broken people. We are a sinful people. And I think I grew up hearing sin is like God's got some rules, and you broke the rules, and God's very angry at you for breaking the rules. I don't think it's like that at all. I think God, I've told you this before, God's like the parent. And you see, when I was a parent, my kids would do something just stupid. I could yell and holler at them and punish them, but on my better days, I would look at them and just say, Really? Is that who you want to be? Howls aren't able to do that kind of thing, right? Or as I said on Ash Wednesday, uh, my first church backed up to, uh, my parsonage backed up to the woods, had a dog named Abby, and she loved to run through the woods, and one day she didn't come home at the end of the day. I was ready to feed her supper, and I went back into the woods, and I found her. Somebody had had a barbed wire fence back there decades earlier, I'm sure, that had fallen down among the leaves, kind of in a dip in the ground, and Abby had gotten tangled up in the barbed wire, and she was trying to get out, but of course, the more she struggled to get out, the, the more those barbs dug at her skin. And all I could do was try to calm her down. All I could do was pet her and say, it's okay, Abby, be still. Be still. Finally got her still enough that I could pull those barbs out of her skin, out of her fur, pick her up, carry her back to the house for her dinner. She ate gingerly that night, didn't scarf her food down. I mean, that's what God does. God looks at our world. There's no hole that's too deep. I thought about the Beatles song in 67, Paul McCartney saying, I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in. I remember saying to one of my friends, Paul McCartney hadn't fixed a hole in a long time. But I bet Jesus fixed holes. He was a carpenter. He was a builder. You know, his mother came to him and said, son, there's a hole. The water's getting in. He, he fixed the hole. Jesus' whole ministry is fixing holes, filling our holes, descending into our holes. You know, when Jesus was at the Last Supper, you know, he, he, it's so meaningful to me. I think when he broke the bread, he thought, oh, that's going to happen to my flesh tomorrow, the way things are going. When he looked in that cup and saw the red wine, he thought, that that's, could be my blood tomorrow. They, on that Monday, Thursday night, they, they arrested him in the Garden of Gethsemane, and they threw him in jail overnight. You know, we have an image of what a jail is, but what it would have been for Jesus, I've actually visited where they think it was, which is this deep, dark stone dungeon, and I've taken people down there, and you just turn the lights out. It is pitch black darkness. Jesus went into that pit willfully, deep, dark 
hopeless, hard, cold. There's no pit that is too deep for him. There's no sin that is too great. There's no brokenness that is too, too broken for him. There's always hope with Jesus. It takes time. Psalm says, my soul waits for the Lord. You know, we want to pray, Lord, get me out of this hole right now, right now. I'll give you five minutes, Lord, and if, if not, like, where are you? It takes time. We wait. It's like that bulb coming up. They don't come up immediately. The building doesn't come up immediately. While we wait, we look for signs. This building is a sign. That Habitat neighborhood is a beautiful sign of hope. It may just be a kind word from someone. Maybe a worship service like this, the body and blood of our Lord. Just a sign to give us hope. So we'll continue to wait on the Lord. No holes too deep. Jesus is fixing, filling our holes. Thanks be to God. Let us prepare our hearts for prayer. O oh, gracious and loving God, in whom we live and move and have our being, we praise you for your steadfast love for all people. In the face of all that wearies us and worries us, your word echoes across the centuries with hope. As we follow the footsteps of Jesus in this Lenten season, the cross stands before us. We trust you are never far from our sorrows, walking with us, sharing our tears. In this time of worship, renew our trust in your abiding presence, O Lord. Lord, in your mercy, God who knows us through and through, we confess our memories can cause us to struggle with our faith. We remember difficult times and wonder where you were. We remember tragedies and ask how you could let them happen. We remember our own mistakes and wonder how you could love us. Forgive us when our memories turn us away from you. Lord, in your mercy. O oh God of the loving heart, Thank you that in Christ you call each of us by name and unite us with his body, the church. Give us love enough to make a difference in your world and trust enough to follow even when the way ahead of us is challenging. Lord, in your mercy. God of peace and promise, we pray today for people in places divided by ancient bitterness and current hostility. We especially remember the people of Ukraine who have suffered so much death and loss. We are grateful that in Christ you have taken up the cross and know by heart the things that bring us suffering and pain. We remember today all those who grieve and especially the family of Janet England Comfort them in their time of grief. 
Lord, in your mercy. O God of hope and new possibility, give us the courage we need to face the future, assured of your steadfast love for all people. We offer our prayers in the sure and certain hope of Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Your tithes and offerings will go out through this community around the world, touching the lives of people you'll never know on their behalf. I thank you for your generosity. Ushers, if you'll come.
God, we place our gifts into your hands, praying that they may become seeds of new life, springing up with hope and healing for weary souls. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Friends, we now come to the sacred moment at our Lord's table. All are welcome. We hope that you all will come. Christ invites to the table all who are broken, all who dream, all who love, all who know their need in their gut. And this is the thing that takes some time. You'll need to wait. The psalm says, wait on the Lord. It's time to pray for your soul, for the world, to even imagine God coming to you as I came to my dogs. Shh. Let me extricate you from this mess that you have fallen into. So, uh, we'll begin with the prayers of consecration. We'll sing the responses. The choir will lead us in doing so. Page 17 at the front of your hymnal if you need that. Uh, after that, the ushers will guide you in coming forward. There'll be two lines where you can receive standing. Somebody hand you a piece of bread, dip it gently into the cup, return to your seat by way of the outside aisle. You can receive kneeling. Uh, we also have these uh, packets, if you would like one of these. These are both gluten-free and COVID-friendly. So if you make an ask for that, that will be good. So friends, let us join together now in the great Thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. And also with you. And lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. and blessed is your son Jesus Christ on the night in which he gave himself up for us the Lord Jesus took bread after giving you thanks he broke the bread he gave it to his disciples and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me when the supper was over he took the cup again he gave thanks to you gave it to his disciples and said drink from this all of you for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts of Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ that we might be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit in your Holy Church all honor and glory are yours Almighty Father now and forever. And now with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray as our Lord taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy
Now, friends, let us join together in the prayer after communion, which you will find printed in your bulletin. Let us pray. Eternal God, who give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us, grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. It's been good to be together in God's house this day. And now may the grace of our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of us both now and forevermore.